Hello, my dear one, and welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the place for dreaming boldly and being unapologetically yourself. Life design is all about taking your power back and intentionally creating a life based on your own rules, values, and understandings of success. Authentic Life Design is here to empower you to go beyond your inner limitations and design a fulfilling, free, and abundant life. Hi, my name is Vihra, I'm your host here, and I'm on a mission to inspire, empower, and guide people to overcome their inner doubts and find courage to live life boldly, fully, and fulfilled. With my coaching, I help aspiring boss babes to find their essence, gain knowledge and confidence, and build their own businesses. I'm so happy that you're here today, let's get started. Hello, my beautiful friend. This is probably the coziest episode I've ever recorded. Maybe because it's around Christmas, maybe because I'm wrapped up in a blanket and I have my coffee mug next to me, the sun is shining, I'm having my notebook here, I just did a reflection on the past year. Um, So today's episode is the last one of the year and per our tradition, I like to do it as a reflection on the past year focusing a lot on the lessons, the things that happened. And I also want to intertwine like my lessons and learnings um, also with some questions that I can give you in the end of the podcast so you can reflect on your ear and maybe take some time to journal and see what you're thankful for, what happened, who are the people that were most important for you this year and, and, and. But before getting into this point, um, I also want to mention that this is the last podcast episode not only for the year, but also from our December series that I created for Complete Alignment 2023, my program that is literally starting in a week from now um, for intentionally creating 2023 as the most magical and aligned year for you. We're going to set goals together, create vision boards, tuning into the person you want to be. And we're also going to work a lot on... um, really removing or working with everything that is stopping you, all the self-doubt, all the limiting beliefs, the wounds that you might carry um, with your life, all the influences from your family, friends, whatever. Um, So yeah, you you still have um, two or three more days to sign up, depending when you're hearing this. The doors are going to still be open until the end of 31st of December. So on January 1st, I'm closing the entry point. Um, So if this is something you want to do for yourself, if you want to start a year intentionally in a group format with other women supporting you and just sharing your dream and vision and holding you accountable for that, you're going to find all of the information about that in the info box. And also, I feel like the first thing you have to do before even starting to plan all the goals and the things you want to achieve and the person you want to be in the upcoming year, it's so much about what happened until now. So what were some of the lessons that you learned? What are the things about yourself that you find out in this past year? Because they will actually have a huge influence on the things that you create in the upcoming one. And for me, this Christmas time and just the time around the end of the year is such an important moment to actually slow down a bit and be able to process everything that happened this year. The people that you met, the the things that worked out and didn't work out. And this is actually the what I want to put more focus on in this podcast episode. Um, lately on social media, I've seen all these kind of highlight reels of 
this is what my year was like and all the wonderful things that happened. And truly, I mean, this is amazing, but I also feel after I reflected on my year that the things that I truly learned from that and that made a difference were actually the failures and the things that weren't so pretty and the, the hard moments or the challenges that I had. And I actually want to share much more of this with you um, rather than focusing on some beautiful moments and high achievements. Um, so yeah, I guess this is going to be the format of today's episode. I'm going to first share with you some of my lessons um, and the things that came out out of my reflection and I'm also gonna give you as I said like some questions I think there are 10, 10 questions uh, that you can use as prompts um, and you can do your own reflection on the year and see what comes out for you it was interesting because I do these reflections as I said every year probably for more than five years now um, I really love this time of the year and for me it's something like a ritual I feel like the way people sometimes are focused on the religious things around Christmas this is my own religion like this for me is something that if I don't do I know I'm gonna feel very um, bad and uncentered so um, yeah it's something that I do a lot and every single year I find how these questions open new doors for you and maybe you can come to conclusions that you didn't until now so make yourself very comfortable um, for this podcast episode. Maybe grab a notebook or something to write on while you're listening to this. So I guess let's get started. Weekly update before we dive into the topic. Um, I am incredibly thankful to be spending the Christmas holidays with my family and my partner together. Last year I had COVID around the Christmas time, so it was a very challenging moment for me not being together with my family and also I'm a very Christmas person not in terms that I really support this holiday uh, and the whole um, consumerism around it I just have created this tradition because I was living abroad um, coming home for Christmas just this sentence that is from a Christmas song was so important for me and also I have a very loving family who tried their best to actually have a wonderful holidays even Sometimes we get into fights, even when someone says something triggering. And I'm really happy to have my partner um, living, so to say, or experiencing this Christmas uh, tradition of mine with me. And as I said also in the last podcast episode and all of the ones that I've um, created in the topic of Christmas, this can be very challenging times. I mean, let's not try to be fake positive and trying to make everything magical when it's not um, it is hard times just because of these expectations that it has to be something very magical and wonderful um, I was a little bit sick around this Christmas I still am I feel like my voice sounds a little bit weird um, so what I did this Christmas was I slept in every single day probably the past one week um, and I was taking so much time to rest I uh, removed social media for a couple of days and I've been just really nourishing myself and giving myself whatever I need which sounds so nice when someone else says it but when you do it you're gonna see how challenged we are like somehow we are not used to give ourselves time and rest and doing nothing and feeling bored and all of these things so this is pretty much what I did the past couple of days um, the other thing is that um, 
if you've been here for a while, you know I am a outdoor person. I love skiing and snowboarding and ski touring and doing all of these things. There is literally no snow in Bulgaria, where I'm based right now. Uh, so we can't go outside and play in the mountains because, as I said, literally zero snow. <laughs> um, so we're trying to... It's really nice to be bored sometimes because you gotta make up new things to entertain yourself. So I've been playing board games, I've been biking a little bit and skating, and I have a fitness routine for the first time in my life because um, physical health is really super important for me and just moving and exercising. Um, so I guess, yeah, rest and exercise has been my days. Eating wonderful food and connecting with my family and friends, which is my team for the new year. Um, which I'm going to share more on just in a bit <laughs> in my lessons of the year. So I guess that's the weekly update. Nothing uh, crazy, nothing super fancy, but a lot of coziness. And I'm also currently still <laughs> reading. I'm very slow with reading because I'm reading five books in the same time. Um, let me know if you're like me um, or this is something that I'm probably weird with. But I'm currently reading Untamed, wonderful book. Wow, love it. It's so magical. I'm rereading passages of it just because I, I love the things that she's sharing and the way she's writing. So um, yeah, I guess this is something I wanted to share. And with that said, let's see what is in my notebook and what I can share from my reflection. One thing that is actually making my reflection um, very easy is the fact that I actually set goals for myself in the start of the year. And I actually created a vision board so I can really easy connect to the me from a year ago and see what she was expecting this year to be and what her goals were and another thing I want to share before I dive into my lessons is that I wanted to keep the lessons both in a like personal side what I learned from myself but also on the business side so what I learned about starting your own business and growing your audience and stuff like this because I know that some of you that are listening to this podcast actually have this idea or vision for themselves at some point to have their own business, to start something and to put it into the world. So I think these lessons are still going to be very valuable. And also, when you love some the, the thing that you do as much as I love what I do in my business, I think a lot of the things are intertwined. So I'm still learning a lot as a person through my business um, and the other way around. So I guess some of the lessons, as I said, are going to be intertwined, uh, but bear with me and let's see where to start with. I think the most, most important lesson for me this year was patience and learning how to be patient, both business-wise in my work, but also, let's say, the sports that I'm learning and the person I'm becoming. I feel like my generation, the people that are in their 20s, we are very focused on short-term gratification and validation and wanting to win things and have them right now. We are not taught patience. And this is really... Um, I'm really seeing this when I see that on my vision board in the start of this year, I wrote down that my keyword for the year is going to be expansion. So I wanted to already expand and reach more people and make tons of revenue in my business. And because I was seeing these examples on the internet and I was like, yeah, I want to be like them, which is great. And it's amazing. And I still want to be like them. <laughs> I think I also want to be like me so much more. Um, 
But I feel like now I see how it's not realistic to be there in a year, not in your first full like year of business. And the keyword of this year, when I look back, it wasn't expansion. It was groundwork because I needed to put so much groundwork before maybe next year or the year after that I can expand. Oftentimes we want things to work so fast. And I'm also trying to teach this, all of my clients in Kickstart Your Business, even though it's called Kickstart Your Business, we're doing a lot of foundation work, but it's going to take time. And if it didn't work in the first year, if it doesn't work in the second year, this is normal because the process, it's not that it, it's not working. It's just that we wish to move so much faster that we're actually moving. And I guess this is something that I'm coming into peace with in the end of this year. And it feels so calming and so nice because my mentor Paige asked me um, a couple of months ago where I see myself in five years. And I was so surprised to see that I see myself in five years where I see myself in one. And I was like, wait, I completely... Like, yes, I have a vision, but I'm really not spreading it within the next couple of years and not a year. And I guess this is a nice lesson to now when you're setting goals for yourself or you want to think about the things you want to achieve in the upcoming year, please keep it small and it, don't try to make like huge expectations of yourself because this is one of the mistakes I did this year. I was, um, I, I think one thing that I put for myself is that I want to have 6K, um, so 6,000, followers on Instagram and wow it I'm not there but I also right now see how this is like not not only not important but it's also completely in the opposite direction of the direction where I want to go um, so I was setting these numbers that I see on the internet that I guess make people look successful but I am successful in my own way now in the end of the year because I put amazing groundwork because in this year I launched my first program kickstart your business which is an amazing program and I finally can say this for myself because I've put together all the knowledge I have about business foundations and branding and I really can take someone from having a like raw idea of maybe something they want to start from like to having first clients and this is an amazing learning for myself to to know that I am capable of that and that my program is really valuable. And this is so much more important for me than the 6K people, because I guess at some point, maybe I will have these many followers, but they're going to be there because I have something to provide and value to bring to them. So this is why I wanted to share this with you, that um, maybe I overjumped myself a little bit, but now seeing how much groundwork I did, I understand how our generation is just very impatient and this is not serving us in any way we gotta like probably the most valuable skill you can learn is being patient no matter if it's like generally for your life but any change you want to create in your life and it, no matter if it's like being more um fit creating i don't know more adventures for yourself traveling more um saving more money or if it is about being an entrepreneur if you want to be an entrepreneur you gotta oh my god you gotta learn to be patient so this is my key huge lesson this year and yes as i said it wasn't like business wise um i learned to be more patient and just acknowledge every little step I do and the wins that I create create on this way and um, honoring my path so much because this is my journey and my lessons and my trials and errors and failings and 
I feel, yeah, that it's beautiful the way it is. And it's not about how much um, income I did this year or how much people I read. Like, it's really not about the numbers. It's about the little challenges that I overcome and the fact that I'm still consistent with that. I mean, for me, this is a huge win because I've been changing the things that I do so much in my life. And yeah, this is one thing. And the other is that in sports, in every single sport I do, no matter if it's snowboarding or skating or surfing or climbing, like all these things, you gotta fail so much in order to make progress. And you gotta be patient with your failings and know, okay, fuck, I failed for 207th time, but I guess maybe next time it's gonna work. Okay, I'm gonna try again. I'm gonna try again. And maybe this is another lesson that I can put together that your failings, they're not a sign of not succeeding or that you have to, I don't know, give up. It's just a part of the process. And again, our generation, even though, you know, I don't like to generalize, but I feel like a lot of the people around me or around my age are having the same struggles. We don't like to fail. I mean, we expect every like to nail things from the first time, which is just not going to happen ever. We got to fail a couple of times because failures are actually giving you so much learnings that you can implement and move forward and iterate and create new things, try new ways. So failure is such an important part. And I guess this is something that I actually learned from sports because it was when I fell 10,000 times that I, every single time I learned something and I was like, ah, fuck, okay, so I'm not doing this right. So maybe I should try this one. Um, Oh my God, I'm getting very, very passionate about these topics, but it is, it is so important to fail. Yes, let's see what else, let's see what else. One thing that is actually connected with why, let's say I didn't reach this numbers of goals I had, Something I realized for myself this year is that I don't want to be the hustler. I haven't created a business in order to constantly work and work and work and work more and then work. I I am a generator um, by human design. I have so much energy. I can, I love so much what I do that I can literally work from 7 a.m. to probably 9 p.m., with having a lunch in between, but I can constantly work and provide and constantly work and provide. And as I said, yes, I do love it, but also there's so much life that happens outside of this work bubble that I still want to enjoy. And I think a, maybe a reason why some of my goals was, weren't reached was also because I prioritized adventure and sports and exercise and fun and play a lot this year. I was sleeping so many nights under the stars. I was surfing so many days. And for me, this is success. I mean, I don't see myself as someone who is creating, I don't know, multi-million business, but is have no time to enjoy life, have no time to enjoy um, time in nature, to just do the things that they love, but only work. And I think this is, a huge lesson for me this year of understanding what my idea of a successful life is and how important it is for my work to actually have time off and do the things that I do and do my little adventures because they charge me with new lessons, with new energy for for my work and the things that I'm um, also creating business-wise. 
So another thing was that you're missing little very important moments when you're over-focused on work. And I think for me, the mistake was that I never set myself an end <laughs> um, time, let's say, of working, or I'm going to finish work by 4 p.m. today, or I am going to do just these four tasks and the other two can stay for tomorrow. I'm really overworking myself a lot still. Um, and through my partner, I am learning so much how to switch off the button from for a moment um, and really enjoy the little moments in life, be present with people and switch my focus not only on work but also on things that let's say we are not taught that are as important or as productive. Um, you will see that this is a lot of my narrative and where I come from, that my word comes from my productivity and it's still something that I'm um, working with. It's funny that the word is also working, but yeah, it's something that I'm aware of and I'm trying to change, but um, it's just not as easy as I'm gonna like share it here. So um, yeah, I think that what I wanna change in the upcoming year is to set clear boundaries with my work and focus a lot of time on um, friends and family and just having more quality time in nature. Because the moments where I did this this year, were some of my highlight moments when I wrote them down. And so how many things I did for the first time this year, how many times, as I said, I was in nature, how many corners of my country I found, how many beautiful moments I saw, how many animals in the wild I observed. And yeah, just things that are just as much, um, even probably more important than my business and my work. So yeah, that's that. Uh, when I get too passionate about something, I lose focus. So I don't know what number is the next lesson I'm going to share with you, but um, I'm just going to continue on. Another business lesson uh, from this year is that probably the first thing you have to do, even maybe before or simultaneously while you're putting the groundwork and the foundations of your business, is building confidence in yourself. Because this is the thing that most of the time stops you. And this was the thing that throughout this year really made a difference for me because I was very, in the start of the year, in the start of 2022, I was very ashamed of speaking about myself as a coach. I didn't want to say this in front of friends because I was feeling that they're going to have like wrong understanding of what I do or compare me with other people or think, I don't know, weird, I don't know, assumptions in my head. So I didn't want to say this. I was very ashamed in a way um, of what I do or how I do it. Um, and I don't think that I was ashamed of myself. I was ashamed of the bad examples in the industry and I didn't want it to be connected with them. But in this year, I did so much work to fall in love with myself, with the person that I am, with the understandings of life I have and really bring my confidence to another level because if you want to grow a business, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you've got to believe in yourself first. No one else can do this for you. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in the things that you're creating and putting out in the world. You got to be able to sell. You got to be able to put your face in front of a camera in order to talk about your services. Um, and all of this has to do with confidence. So I feel like confidence and let's call it mindset work is something that you gotta do simultaneously, probably through all stages of business, because I can imagine that you get challenged in different ways on different stages of business. But this was the thing that I 
really made a change for me the moment where I just told you how inspired um, I am by Kickstart Your Business and how much I love this program. And now I'm able to speak this way and I'm, I no longer say, yeah, yeah, I did this program, it helps some people, but yeah, whatever. Like, I am confident that this thing works and I'm not selling something that's bullshit and I'm not just finding different ways to make money. It's actually something so valuable that you can't find on the market. And it's, it's so easy for me now to sell it, to speak about it, to create reels, videos, whatever content, podcasts about it. I am a one-person business right now. Let's hope this changes in the upcoming year. But uh, for now, I am the face of my business. So I need to create content and show up on different formats, speak about the things that I do. And if I'm not confident about it, if I feel shy, if I feel like I'm weird or, str or strange or people will not believe, like all these doubts, they're gonna s people are going to see that and they're going to feel it in the energy. So I feel like my energy in my business changed all, like so much through me gaining confidence in the person I am, in the things that I'm creating, and also the purpose with um, that I'm creating that. A personal lesson from this year, and a very important one, was doing shadow work. But because this sounds very complicated, I'm going to explain to you in a very simple way. Um, in many relationships, no matter if it's friends, um, family members or my partner, I was seeing people acting in a particular way that I was like, my comment was, oh my God, how can you be like that? How can you do this? The thing is that in this moment, someone is acting in a way that I have labeled as wrong in my head. And what happens oftentimes is that we don't allow ourselves to act in this quote unquote wrong way. And it was so interesting within these triggers to see so many things that I wasn't allowing myself to be. And I started doing this in this year. I think one of like an example of this is that um, connected to what I spoke about earlier in the episode, I am having very hard time rest. Like I am, it's hard for me to rest. Like it's, it takes so much mental power to just sit myself and silence all of the voices in my head and just be, you're going to chill now and you're not going to think about work. You're just going to chill. And this was something that I was labeling as lazy. Let's say if you stay two days in bed, not doing anything other than, I don't know, laying in bed, sleeping and eating. For me, this was wrong. No one should be like this. This is stupid. <laughs> and I was la labeling it so much and I was never allowing myself to do that. So the more I'm doing this, the more I'm seeing these triggers as something that I'm, I am actually not allowing myself to be, it's really nice to, instead of judging, to put the mirror back to yourself and just for moments, allow yourself, put yourself in these situations and see how uncomfortable it is for you. And most of the times this goes back to our childhood. This is the moment where we've put these labels right and wrong. But it's interesting to be in moments where I feel like, I am doing some, like I'm just changing my understanding of right and wrong and I'm allowing myself to rest. I'm allowing myself to say no. I am allowing myself to say no and not explain why I'm like not making any excuses. I'm allowing myself to not be polite. I'm allowing myself to prioritize me sometimes. Like so many things that I was labeling as wrong, I'm actually starting to, to do this year. I started to do this year. And um, 
I feel like I changed a lot as a person because usually we sit in our comfort zone and this is so far from our com This is the opposite of comfort zone. This is something we've never done. But the more we do it, the more we see a whole new side of ourselves. And uh, I think it's really nice. And I wanted to mention it here because, um, yeah, just I hope I can invite you to be more mindful of the things that you're labeling as, oh my God, how can you be like that? Because there's so much there that is for you um, and that you can take as a lesson. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, another lesson on business side was about creating content and how to create content. I am so proud of myself to be creating just the content I love and like and not trying to play the game of social media algorithm. And I was thinking I'm doing something wrong. I was thinking that I'm too lazy or that I am too whatever to not follow the trends. But to be honest, trends suck. This place generally suck, but I have to use it for my business. Um, and I love using it for my business in a way. Um, but I've always found my formats and the things that I like posting. And this is something I teach in Kickstart Your Business. And anyone, even in private coaching that works with me, knows that I always say, create your own rules on social media. I've never focused on the number of followers, even though I guess I wrote it on my vision board <laughs> in practice. This is not important for me. Like for me, the only thing that was important to create valuable content, to know that I'm gonna, that you're gonna read something and you're gonna either learn something from it or you're gonna be inspired to do something and you're gonna feel in a particular, hopefully better way. So this was always my intention with the post I was creating. And I always wanted to sit in a place of what's interesting for me and not what's working for the algorithm. Because now looking back and seeing many examples on the internet, I see that even if you play the, the game of the algorithm, yes, at some point your real slash reels, they're gonna blow out, you're gonna get viral, you're gonna get a lot of followers. They are not gonna be as invested in your work and in your business the way a cultivated audience and community will be. And what I'm meaning here is that, yeah, someone might find you randomly um, on the internet somehow, but if they're not your dream client or your dream audience, the people you want to speak to, the people that you want to move and reach, you really don't care if they're there or not. I mean, they're just playing a role of a number in the end of the day. So what's really important is that when you're growing your audience with people that actually care about who you are, what you do, what you speak about, your opinions, the things that you're teaching, these are the people that you want to be in your community. And this is what I learned and why I celebrated so much having a thousand people in my Instagram, not because of the number, but because I know I never played these games. I cultivated you, all of you that are out there. And I met you on events. I said hi on, I don't know, on a workshop with it together, or you were a part of my in-person workshop, or you came to dance with me. Like oftentimes, like most of you I know personally. And if I don't know you personally, at least I've said hi when you entered my community and we've exchanged a couple of sentences. And this is so important for me. And I'm so proud to be cultivating people that I care about and people that care about me and, and my work. Because I understood that playing by the algorithm rules and creating the, the things that you don't want, but you think you should be doing, in the end of the day, it doesn't bring you the results that maybe you're dreaming of and you actually wanna have. 
So no matter if it's you, like your, your personal Instagram account, or if it's, and it doesn't have to be Instagram, by the way, TikTok to YouTube, whatever, um, or if you're using it for your brand, something that you're creating, really focus on community and deep connection with the people, um, the people there. This is something that's going to be a huge focus for me next year. I want to create so many more in-person events and just, yeah, gather this community. This is why I started the new moon circles where we can meet, we can share. Um, this is why on the podcast, you can, you know how raw and vulnerable I am. Um, so yeah, that's that. When it, in terms of content, be your own rule setter and creator and do the things you want uh, and really be different. Come on, be, be different. This is the thing, but like not push different, but uh, whatever. <laughs> Just be yourself. Uh, okay. I am very happy and proud of myself that I got back to dancing. 2022 was the year where I not only started dancing again, taking classes, uh, but I also started teaching. I'm having my dance therapy sessions in Bulgaria in person. I did a couple of retreats. I'm still planning to do retreats in the upcoming year with dance, with coaching, and just embodying this side of myself more and more. It feels so good because dance is something that we really need, that can heal us, that can help us because Coaching is great. I know that through coaching, um, you can mentally find a lot of solutions, a lot of explanations, a lot of new plans. However, as a society, we need to switch off our brains from time to time and actually be in the moment, be in our bodies. And this is why embodied work, anything that has to do with breath work, with dance, with movement, with exercise is so important for me because... Our mind, even though it's logical and can get you out of a lot of things, most of the times it's actually stopping you. It's um, very challenging to be constantly in the mind. So um, what I learned through my dance practices, through the dance retreats that I hold is that we all need to dance. We all need to shake it off. Um, we all feel joy from moving our bodies and these are the moments where we can actually switch off the mind and still learn things, still embody things, still feel and shift energies, but not through the mind, not through the analytical and rational, but more through dance and joy and fun and laughter. So this has been a huge thing for me. And I'm really, really happy I did that because I was very scared. I was very fearful. Um, in the start, many people, like no one came to my class. Um, I've sat, sit down with one person in my class. But with time, we got more and more. And now I'm really happy to say that last time we were 13 people. And for me, this is a huge win. Um, so, yeah, I guess appreciating even the little, which is not even so little. Ah, whatever. Okay, last thing I'm going to share with you, and then we're going to go to the questions. And for me, I, I cannot not mention this in this year. Uh, I feel like a huge priority for me was my relationship. Um, and creating, creating a real partnership in my relationship. I'm really happy and honored to have someone next to me who is not just my boyfriend, who is not just there for a label. He is, before everything, my friend, my best friend, uh, someone who I can laugh with, I can um, 
cry on his shoulder. I can go and do sports. I can like there's so many things we share together, and this is not easy. Like it's not that you find your dream partner and then everything just goes smoothly the whole time. No, it's a lot of like it takes so much communication and so much removing your ego and trying to find balance between yourself and your identity and the other person's identity. And I think this took maybe if I have to somehow like measure my energy and how it was spread throughout the year, I think my relationship took so much energy because I wanted to build this foundation with this person because I, yeah, I've never imagined having someone just to sleep next to me and feel like roommate and maybe from time to time having sex and everything but I wanted a partner I wanted a partner a friend someone who is deeply knows me who I deeply know that we're growing together and this takes so much time as I said and so much like mm, conversations and love and care and um, yeah I guess this was like if I can put the life spheres that were most present in my ear, it was relationship, it was work, it was adventure, and I'm really happy adventure is there, um, and personal growth, because I also, I guess because of my business, but also because of the person that I am, I am constantly taking courses um, and learning new stuff and implementing it in my work. And for the next year, um, things look different. Like I have three areas and it's home, friendship and family and finances. Um, I've put friendship and family at the same, uh, in the same bubble because I miss this so much. And in the end of the year, my saddest lesson was that I've over-prioritized work in my relationship and adventure. Uh, and there was just never enough time and care for my friends. I've also, mm, this year, I experienced a huge shift in my friend circle. Um, so I'm really excited to see what's going to come up next year. Um, I'm dreaming of my perfect home and a house that I'm envisioning. Um, and I, I'm sharing this here in a way to keep myself accountable because I want in a year from now um, to show up and be like, hey, remember when I was just imagining have more friendship moments and this home, the new home that I'm going to live in. Uh, and some stable finances and passive income. Um, yeah, it's it feels very vulnerable to share all these things here. Like literally, this is my notebook. I'm sharing my heart <laughs> with you. Um, but I do believe that this is how I want to grow and how, where I want to um, have you as a community. I don't always want to show up in this perfect way of the expert that has it all together and it's really perfect because I'm not. I'm just walking this path and I think the best integrity that I can give you as a coach is to show you that I am doing these things every single day and I'm going through these lessons and these reflections and sometimes they're very comfortable and I can celebrate a lot of things and sometimes they're very sad and painful um, of realizing that you haven't given enough attention to your friends. It's really, it really is painful. And if you're a friend of mine who is listening to this, I know you know what I mean. Uh, and I'm really sorry that you felt this way, but um, I guess we're all human and we're all learning our lessons. So with that, I will close this whole <laughs> shebang of lessons and reflections of my own year. And let me open up my note where I have the uh, questions that I prepared for you. So I don't know where you are right now, but I would say for this 
next section of the podcast episode, pause it, have a notebook around you, uh, have your journal or anything you can write on, uh, because I want you to uh, use it interactively. So I'm going to say the question, you're going to write it down and you're going to write your answer. You're going to pause me for a second while you're uh, journaling your answer and then you're going to come back, play next question. So prepare yourself, grab a pen, notebook. I'm taking a sip of my coffee and let's get started. So the first question for your yearly reflection is 2022 was the year that I dot dot dot. So pause me here and write down 2022 was the year that I. And if you're ready, we're continuing with the next question. Question number two is list all of your highlights and accomplishments from 2022. And for this one, I would say just go bullet pointed, write down all your highlights and accomplishments from this past year, everything that you're proud of, that you're happy about, and really don't make it only about um, something very tangible, but maybe even if you feel better, if you feel more confident, if you feel more um, yourself, whatever it is, just write it down. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> I'm going to let you write it down. And we're going to continue to the third question. So question number three is what worked in 2022? Question number four is what didn't work? And here I invite you to write down all your failures, quote unquote, and mistakes and everything that you wanted to maybe happen in a particular way, but it didn't. Question number five is, what did I learn? What were my biggest lessons this year? All right, we're transitioning to question number six, which is, how did my life evolve? And how did I change this year? Question number seven what are you thankful for? Write down all the things that you are thankful for this year. Question number eight is, who are you glad you met this year? Write down the people that you crossed paths with, that you're very thankful for, no matter if it's um, in person or even digitally. Maybe you found someone that really inspired you. Question number nine is who helped you a lot? Let's give some thanks for the people that helped us. And the last one, question number 10 is what did you let go of? I really invite you to spend time and write your answers to these questions. Um, it will take time. Um, again, we're not used to be patient with things, but I really believe this is going to set an amazing ground for you transitioning in 2023 in just a couple of days. And even if you're listening this and it's already the new year, um, don't hesitate to do that. No matter if it's January, February, it's never too late to do that. Um, I truly believe that the perfect timing is always your right timing. So this is something that I just wanted to provide you with and have some guidance on how to do that and 
How you use it and where and when you use it is really up to you. Do it your own way. There is no right or wrong um, way to do these things. And maybe another creative way to approach that is to sit with a very close friend of yours and create these reflections together. Um, send me photos if you do that. I would be really happy to see that. Tag me on any stories. Um, and here I truly want to take a couple of moments to say how thankful I am for you listening to the podcast episodes, for reading all the things that I'm sharing on the internet <laughs> and social media. Uh, it really means a ton for me to know that you're here, to know that uh, my message reaches someone and all the lovely messages you send me and you say, hey, thank you for doing this or the things that moved you forward, that the advice maybe that you heard and applied and made a difference in your life. This is the thing that I actually create all what I create for and what my purpose is with the podcast, with my Instagram account. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being in my space and accepting me just as I am, not judging me. Um, this is a wonderful feeling to know that I'm welcomed here <laughs> the way I am and meeting so many like-minded people and people that get me the way I am. Um, so yeah, that's that. As I said in the start of the episode, um, there are three more days to sign up for Complete Alignment 2023. If you want to do more of these kind of work of reflection and journaling down and answering yourself some of the toughest question of what do I want uh, and how do I get there and what stops me from living my dream life, um, I've packed a wonderful program with so many tools and so much reflection, um, but also so much action uh, that I would love to have you there. Don't hesitate to sign up or uh, DM me on Instagram if you have any questions. And yeah, I love you. I appreciate you. And I will see you next year in the next podcast episode. Mwah.